Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, Prayer. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to design the career of your dreams while feeling empowered. I'll be sharing inspirations and strategies that will help you get results. So welcome, everybody. This is the Career by Design podcast. We are so excited to have you here today. And I have a very special guest with me, Mallory Macy. And Mallory actually was one of my clients. And she has been up to some really, really amazing things. So I'm going to let her share her story with you. And also tell you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about in this podcast. So this podcast is going to be focused on fear. This has something, this is something that has been coming up time and time again in the last couple of weeks with everyone I talk to, right? We've got these really big goals, these beautiful, juicy goals, but something is stopping us. And we are here to tell you that it's absolutely normal. It happens to everybody. And actually, as you level up and as you become more successful, you're going to be experiencing more and more fear. So Mallory, I really want to hear from you, you know, about your journey. Where were you six months ago? And just tell us a little bit about yourself of, of how you've evolved and kind of moved past the fear. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you. For me, my story six months ago isn't the whole start. I mean, even if you go back a little bit more, you know, there was that dream of more and still that fear of not going towards it. You know, I'm someone who's motivated by challenge. And I got to a point in my career where there wasn't any real natural challenges. I noticed some friction points that were important, but I didn't necessarily have things to strive. And then as I became a parent, right, that was a life-changing perspective for me. And a little bit of background is that the work that I did or I do as a clinical behavior analyst is with kids with autism, right? And so I work with parents because of that. And becoming a parent changed the way that I perceived the people I was working with because of the struggle I experienced as a parent. And so there was some initial action, right? I tried to make a new role for myself at, at that company. There, there wasn't a lot of space for things like that. And I was told that even as I was working to try and create new things for myself. So there was you know, some learning, there was some creating, but there was still environmental misalignment and there was still fear around how I was going to make that happen, how I was going to step out of my comfort zone and how I was going to realign myself. Then about, I mean, it was a little less than six, a little more than six months ago, I had a second baby and COVID hit. And not only was my, did I have a second baby, but she had a health condition and I couldn't be doing the work that I was doing and still being aligned with keeping my baby safe. Right. And so I had to change it. It had to happen. And when I thought about that story, I was thinking it was forced, but it wasn't right. Like it was a choice. I was choosing to align with my values. And at that point, that's where prayer comes in. Right. So I was, I had to leave this job that it was the only thing that I knew. And I was really feeling that way around 
work that if I couldn't make this happen, I was a failure and that a failure can't be successful, right? So I can't jump into the next thing because I'm a failure. Prayer gave me some huge advice around self-worth and confidence. And I'll never forget what you said to me. You were like, you know, Mallory, I don't, I don't know you, but I know that you are valuable and the worth and the work that you do does have a value. And I can tell you that value just by a quick market research of what that value is. And you were going to go get you that. And you did, you helped me find a fantastic new position. And I went and got that, which was completely out of my comfort zone. You know, what happened though, is that there was still a little bit of misalignment. And I decided that instead of allowing that misalignment to define me, that I was going to take the information that I was interested in around parents, the learning that I did to create something around, you know, parent support and, and all of that, that I had felt and applied in that old position and write it into a book for people. Um, so I created a book. I um, did so when I was afraid <laughs> I did. So when I didn't think, I didn't know if it was going to be the best choice, but it was what aligned with me and the way that I wanted to work. So I took that dream of wanting to have more and prayers, teachings around self-worth and confidence and applied them, started getting more resources outside of myself, right? Asking people who know what I don't to figure out publishing, to figure out coaching, to figure out marketing, to figure out web design, right? Things that weren't within my expertise. And I decided to do it even when I was afraid because it was just aligned with where I needed to be. And I'm not there yet. I'm not a hundred percent in the places that I want to be, but I'm still choosing to show up every day, even though I'm afraid. And I, I really hope that that's what, you know, your listeners are willing to try as well, because I know now in my heart that this is going to take me somewhere and I'm excited to see where that's going to go. And it's the first time in a while that I felt really good and right about work. And I love hearing that, Mallory. And I feel like you, you are so humble in the way that you speak about yourself still, you know, but I remember when you came to me, you talk about the fear that you have of maybe jumping into a new job, changing your trajectory, maybe trying out um, coaching, moving towards that dream. But I'm sure you actually probably had fear around being coached right in that moment with all of that stuff happening like you said you had a new baby there was a lot of job trauma in the current situation um, that you were in then you were thinking about the financial circumstance of this urgency around getting another job getting it quickly having it be a match not being you know not repeating the same mistakes and then I come in and I'm sure it sort of seemed helpful. And you're like, maybe this person can help me, but it's a risk, right? You are, you were wanting to coach with somebody that maybe you had, we had what, a 45 minute conversation. And then you decided, okay, I'm going to move forward and put my trust and faith in this person. So how did you, what did you feel in that moment? You know, when you were thinking about, okay, am I going to jump in? And how did you overcome your fear? That's a really great point. Um, because absolutely you spoke to all of the things that scare me, right? The idea of making a switch 
Um, the idea of a change in income, um, the idea of income lack going out into this new resource, right? It's, it, was, it was absolutely scary. And what it came down to was that when I spoke with you for 45 minutes, I mean, I felt like I took things out of that conversation that I could apply now, that I could get started with now, that I could use now. And I still wanted and needed a little bit more to be able to push me past that, right? Like I was still working with some serious limiting beliefs around self-worth and confidence. And I needed you to tell me some of those things and help me notice where I was getting in my own way. And I felt that, you know, you were the person to do it based on the discussion that we had. And it was just, it wasn't even just about work, right? Like it was about myself um, and being able to believe that I have worth and that I have, you know, have confidence in that worth. And I decided I had to be that person. I can't not be that person. I have to model that for my children. I have to, you know, walk the walk from what I had been speaking. And it's so like, you really called out the points that I wasn't doing that. And it, or where I weren't or I wasn't doing that. And it made a really, I mean, I just knew I had to talk with you more. And you know, what is so, so interesting about your story is that even, you know, you decided very quickly, first of all. So I do want to point that out is like you said, you decided to shift in an instant. You were literally like, should I do this? Yes. And I think that your growth and everything that you've accomplished is because you have this ability to quickly identify what's good for you. And that's a risk, right? Because you could have decided yes, and then maybe I wasn't a good coach or it didn't work out or the advice I gave didn't, wasn't helpful, but you decided to quickly take that risk instead of being in that fear for another month or two months and then saying, oh, let me think about it. Let me mull it over. And I think that, you know, my belief is when we decide quickly, when we take that action in that moment, it actually helps us deal with everything else that's going on because it sort of is like, I can actually make decisions. I don't have to live in indecision and fear. And so once you take that one small decision or step, you can make other decisions really quickly. And I think that's exactly what you did. And something else that I want to highlight from your journey, Mallory, is that, you know, something you said is you left a, a job situation that was no longer working for you completely, took a lot of courage. You moved into something else that was better, but you knew in your heart that wasn't your final destination. And then from there, you decided to now take on this additional step. And the thing is that it's okay for you to have a kind of like a healing stop, a pit stop along the way, because we always feel like, you know, we're going to be zero to 60 all of a sudden. So we're, you know, in this one job and then all of a sudden we're in that dream job. And the point is for some people that might be true, but for some people it takes a couple of steps to get there. And then you're able to fully realize where you're going and it's okay. Right. Because it is about you 
dealing with your fear in a way that's comfortable. And I think you did exactly that, right? So you have this beautiful education and training as a behavioral clinical analyst, right? And so you didn't want to completely give that up. You wanted to move to a new organization, work with that, earn your worth, right? So I think a lot of it was around being able to know that you can make the certain amount of money, rebuild the confidence up. And then you said, you know what, I can do more. I can do even more than that. And I want to make even more of an impact. So my question for you is, when was it that you realized what I'm doing is so great, but I think that I can really impact an even greater number of people by doing this work in a different way, by bringing it out as coaching, by bringing this out as a book? I would love to say that there was some sort of epiphany moment because I think that makes for a great story. But for me, it was a step and a step and a step of choosing this might be comfortable to try and I'm going to step into that. And then this next part, okay, this is comfortable. And so this next part, I'm going to try it a little bit more and I'm going to try it a little bit more and I'm going to keep stepping in that direction and allow myself to trust not only that what I have is tangible and valuable and worthwhile, but that I will be able to navigate the next step. I mean, at one point, right, I wrote the book and I was trying to figure out, you know, what's my why? What's my why? Because the thing that I can't help but do is help people. So why? Why am I going to why am I going to go do all of this stuff? And it's because I, it's on my heart. <laughs> it is on my heart to do. And I was listening to a podcast where it said, you know, it's almost more selfish of you to keep your gifts to yourself um, and to not step bravely and confidently with courage into the spaces that you're uncomfortable to be able to share those gifts. And that really struck a chord with me because I was, I, I mean, you speak about it <laughs> very beautifully about, you know, that I'm courageous and whatnot, but I don't always feel that way. Um, I truly, you know, feel like I have to take a step at a time and, you know, that podcast, that little listen was like, wow, I can do more and I can be courageous and look at all these times that I've done. So do a little bit of journaling, do a little bit of meditating, be, figure out all those times in which I'm already exist, existing in the areas I'd like to be, and then apply it again and take another step and take another step. So for me, you know, taking the step with you was just one step you know, and it definitely was like a blow the door open type of step. Um, and sometimes that happens. And I think it's just that trust of that I can manage it when I get there. And that this step is something that I'm going to try. And I'm going to be brave just this step. And then I can make I can reevaluate. And tell me something that you Mallory had to let go of, in order to overcome your fear. Because I think the biggest thing here is that we were almost comforted by our fears, right? Yeah. Because the fear helps keep us in the place that we've always been. Things are familiar. We know how to be at the same job. We know how to keep doing everything we've been doing. And so it helps keep us, you know, it's our security blanket. So tell me maybe one thing that you had to let go of 
to step into your personal power and let go of that fear? It was absolutely what people think of me. Um, letting go of being able to predict, <laughs> being able to control, being able to perceive of what people think of me um, and letting that go, right? Because I truly can't control what people think of me with my actions. Um, you know, there's a lot of times where I thought someone thought things about me that they weren't thinking at all, or maybe they even had the complete opposite thought. You know, my fear would tell me otherwise, right? So checking that and saying, you know, you can't, you can't control it. You can't make it happen. And, you know, I can't do it in the other way either. I can't make people think nice things about me. I can't make people think bad things about me. People get to exist outside of me. And I can't let this, you know, fake fantasy world that I've created of predicting what people think make uh, choices for my actions. Um, and so it was really just letting go of that, which I truly believe wasn't real, right? That anxiety around, you know, controlling, you know, how I'm perceived um, to be able to just step confidently into what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it without any of that garbage. And that is such a, like a huge weight off, I'm sure, right? And for everyone listening, we all do it. I have the same fears and Something that I told Mallory, actually, I think this last week. So Mallory's in my Facebook group. And honestly, she has really been showing up there. She is a powerhouse. She's always there contributing, up-leveling the conversations. And when I see her, you know, it makes me want to say, I need to step up and really let go. And if I'm really honest, one of the biggest fears that I have, so obviously you as the listeners, you can't see this, but I'm on video with Mallory. And that is something that I avoid like the plague. I am very, very, you know, scared, worried, because I just have this perception of myself about how, about what are other people thinking when I'm on video? So I haven't done any lives. I haven't, there's zero video in the group. And what did I do to overcome my fear is I actually launched a YouTube channel, which has to be video. So right now, everything that's on there, it is just you know, kind of voiceovers on images. But my goal is to really show up and show my face because I want people to be able to connect with me as a person. And point here is that we all have something that we are worried about. And there's so many of us that say, I don't care what people think about me. And I actually think that about myself. I really don't care what people think about me, but I have to check myself, like Mallory said, and check my thoughts because it's there. Because I do care what people think about me when it's video or photos. I absolutely want to always be putting my best foot forward, you know, however that's defined. And so I really want to call that out because this is something that we all suffer from, even though <laughs> we think we don't. It's just always there in different forms. Um, and it's just so important. Like the, the first step in fear is just recognizing that you're scared. Because we are so forced to put on a brave face, I think, all the time. And it's so hard to tell other people, like, you're scared of something. And, you know, on that note, something else that I want to talk about. So, Mallory, you touched about, uh, on this a little bit. 
So you started talking to me about, you know, when you are having a change in income. And it's very interesting because the change could be positive. So you might be going from making twice as much, thrice as much, you know, whatever that is and moving up. And even that can be fear inducing. And I want to talk to you about why. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that the prospect of being more, making more, and being successful can be so scary? Yeah, I mean, you're speaking to, I think it was, it's the big leap with the set point issues. Um, that's the way I conceptualize what you're saying is like, as you raise your set point, like, how do you, how does your thermostat try to bring you back down, right? If you do something really amazing, how are you bringing yourself back down? And even just being aware that that's happening, because I think for a lot of people, it's subconscious, um, that idea of equilibrium, right? You can only tolerate so much good. You can only tolerate so much bad before, you know, you shift the way that you interact with things. Um, it's getting, you know, like that's a, that's a, that's a more meta conversation. And I love that you talked about how you were checking, you know, your, your mindfulness around, you know, the way people think about you, cause there's ways that you don't, but there's ways that you do. Right. And so if you're, you know, not aware of that idea that you've done something to uplevel yourself and then your thermostat kind of freaks out a little bit and you go like, oh, you know, I just, just got this brand new job. It's so cool and amazing. But now all of a sudden I'm yelling at my partner or, you know, like I, I come up with this, you know, forgotten bill or, you know, whatever it is. Right. I mean, to me, those things are kind of like under the surface. They're not always stuff that you think about, but when you, you do think about that fear of success, right. It's just about checking in with yourself and why that is. And for me, it, it was really about selfishness. Um, that idea of like, am I being selfish for wanting more? <laughs> and just like being able to, you know, defuse that word a little bit, which was a little bit charged for me um, and being able to see, you know, all of the reasons that this is good and detaching that word um, from the experience so that I'm not sabotaging myself. Um, and I'm not preventing myself from being able to do all of that stuff that I just put in so much effort. Um, you know, I know I, I'm sure that I'm not the only one who's done something big and then has a little stumbling block and you're like, I should just delete the whole thing. <laughs> I should just quit now. Like, oh, like I had a little flub up with um, the person who's doing my cover art. And I was like, oh, I can't even, I can't do any of this. This is terrible. Of course you just sleep on that. <laughs> don't delete the whole thing, think about it a little bit and check where, you know, your thermostat is trying to lower itself back because you're, you're trying to, to raise your set point, not bring it back down. And just being aware, I think, um, is, is the key there. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. And you know, you brought up a really great point about that. When we're in that mode of fear, right? We want to come back down to what we think is our normal level of happiness, normal level of success. And we will do things like that. One little thing goes wrong, you know, and we're like, okay, I am going to close the business. Nobody wants to buy coaching. No, you know, I'm going to quit my job. Like I got this email and somebody is upset. And so, you know what, I am no good at consulting and I'm going to wrap up. And the reason we do it, I think, is because it's almost easier 
right? It's easy if we don't have to worry about challenges and dealing with it. So we're like, you know what? I'm going to give into my fear. I'm just going <laughs> to just stay where I am. I'm not going to worry about the promotion because like, I just don't want to deal with the challenges because it's too, it's too hard. And what I found is that, you know, it's not that the challenges stop coming. Like we were talking about when you up level, it's just that you get better at dealing with them. And so like you can deal with more complex challenges, but it's easier. And I think that we have to get away from this fallacy that once you're, you know, more successful, then you don't have any challenges, but to get there, it's going to be a really rough road. No, I think as long as you're human, you're going to have these things coming at you. And we just have to remember that. So to close up, I want to ask you, you know, can you talk about maybe top three takeaways for you around fear? And then I want to, I, you know, I want the listeners to hear a little bit about your book, who it's for, what it's called, where they can get it. Sure. Um, so for my top takeaways around fear and I mean, any sort of up leveling in general is acceptance for failure, um, acceptance for struggle, acceptance for it being hard, acceptance for the fear. Um, because I think you, you mentioned, and I really liked that point about we're going to be afraid. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what's going to, it's what you're going to experience. If you're on the right, like if you're on a track at all towards a life of value and meaning, you're probably going to be afraid at some point. And that's okay and, and even desirable sometimes. Um, and so for me, I've learned to say, I'm afraid that probably means I'm on the right path. Um, so for me, that's, that's what I think about fear at this point. And I live in fear all the time, but it's instead of having the perspective that that's something to be avoided, I'm tr I work all the time at shifting that it's something to be encouraged and it's a, it's a good thing in my life because it means I'm growing. Um, my book is for parents of children with autism who are receiving ABA therapy, which was the type of therapy that I provided. Um, I still provide. And being able to, and, and those, those parents that are ready to balance their life um, because a lot of the time, those parents who I've worked with their whole life becomes this therapy for their child. And that's not sustainable and it's not desirable. And we want, I want these parents and all parents to be able to experience a full and meaningful life that moves them towards their values, not just in one place, but in all the places. Um, and it's something that I'm working towards in my life and, you know, you show up the way in the things that you need sometimes. Um, and I just have a passion for helping people to be able to create the balance that sometimes I wish I had and that I'm striving towards. Because if I'm experiencing this, other people are too. And it's complicated. It's just complicated. And sometimes getting a little bit of talking around it, getting a little bit of outside perspective, like I've done with prayer or another coach um, just adds a new level to being able, I mean, it's up leveling, right? It adds new level. So that's, that's what my book is about. Love it. 
Okay. And if you want to connect with Mallory, I'm going to link her Instagram in the show notes and her website as well so that you can get her book as well and connect with her, especially if you're a parent, especially if this is something that, you know, is close to your heart. I really encourage you to connect with Mallory, who is such a bright light. Thanks again, listeners. I hope that you got something really great out of this episode on fear. And if you're loving the Career by Design podcast, please be sure to subscribe, leave us some comments, and check out my website, inspirationcareers.com, to connect with me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Career by Design podcast. I hope that the strategies I share today will help you on your journey to an amazing career. Be sure to check in next week for another episode. And for more tips, follow me on Instagram under inspiration underscore careers.